Nuchim Abayim B'Shem Hashem Berach Nuchim Veis Hashem Welcome to our weekly Wednesday Shir, although we missed it last week because of Yom Kippur. And ideally, I would like to have given the Shir tonight in the Sukkah, but it's raining. So, although in Chabad we eat in the rain anyway, we always eat in the Sukkah, drink in the Sukkah even. Um, and everybody else holds, or most everybody holds. That if it's mitzayir, if it's painful, you don't have to. You go into the house. Chabad, we do eat and drink in the house in the sukkah, but I can't record in the sukkah simply because everything's going to get wet. Um, this is Nishmas, Befraim, and Mechananiyam Teflipa, Shmuyakim, and Meishe. Dorit Bas Moshe Levi and Jeanette Bas Ibrahim Akoyin. Shabbos Chalmai, this is Shabbos actually. We are in the middle of the Yom Tov of Sukkot. Basukkot Teshvu Shivasam, the Sukkah we sit for seven days. So in essence the Mitzvah of Sukkot is sitting of the Sukkah. The Mitzvah of Sukkot are eating and drinking in the Sukkah. And according to many sleeping in the sukkah, which is not a many chabad. Another very important mitzvah in sukkahs is Natilas lulav, taking of the lulav and the esrog. The lulav and the esrog are accompanied, of course, as we know, by the hadasim and the alovis. And the Hashem. We will try to discuss a little bit of that as well. And the connection, actually, between the Lulav and the Esrig and the Sukkah. The bottom line, everything is from Hashem. The mitzvahs of the Lulav, the Esrig, the mitzvahs of the Sukkah, all from Hashem. And although Vezeis HaBracha is not a Parsha that is read on its own Shabbos, it's read on Simchas we'll try to talk a little bit about Vezeis HaBracha as well, Chazak of Chumash Devarim, and we start immediately Chumash Bereshis thereafter. Everything is from Hashem. Whether it's the internet, or whether it's WhatsApp, or any other of the creations that we have, that we deal with in modern technologies, from Hashem. So, right before the year, I get a message. It's a big cup of coffee. For those who drink coffee. You take a spoon of bitter coffee and you put it in the cup. You take a spoon of sweet sugar and you put it in the cup. You take a cup worth of boiling hot water 
and you put it in the cup. And then you take cold milk and you put it in the cup. I have hot, I have cold, I have sweet, I have sour. What's going on? Bitter. The message of our cup of coffee in the morning has a message as well. That before I partake of this cup of coffee, I don't know if my day is going to be hot, cold, sweet, bitter, whatever my day is going to be, I just know one thing. Shehakol niyo bidvarei. Everything came about because of Hashem's word. It doesn't exist, and it doesn't have any kind of credibility, unless Hashem said it should. This is a lesson that we could even learn from the cup of coffee in the morning. And listening to this, you'll hear all of a sudden the brilliant counters. I don't put sugar in my coffee. I don't put milk in my coffee. I drink it black. I'm a tough man. Um, I put ice cubes in my coffee. I make it ice coffee. And then, the most commonsensical person stands up and says, I don't drink coffee. Obviously, you'll hear a gasp in the crowd if someone would say that. Obviously, get some very strange stares if I don't have my morning coffee I can't function I have to have my 5, 6, 7 cups of coffee a day you don't drink coffee, what's wrong with you? are you even human? that's today's society the cup of coffee can cause controversy can cause conversation, table talk, to a whole new level. A cup of coffee. But regardless if he drinks it with milk, without milk, with sugar, without sugar, with ice cubes, whatever it is, the bracha is everything has become and comes about because of Hashem's words. And for no other reason. No matter how science wants to explain it, no matter how any kind of astronomical, from the astronauts or from NASA or from, from the space patrol wants to explain why and how the world is existing, Shahakul Niyabidvari. Rabbi said, there's nothing that goes on without Hashem's complete control. Not Hashem's input. Hashem doesn't have somebody else running the boat and He gives advice and gives a little bit of GPS ideas, etc. Nothing goes on. Nothing exists without HaKadosh Baruch Hu constantly thinking about it. Or according to some opinions of Chassidus, 
without HaKadosh Baruch Hu recreating it on a constant basis. Sukkot is a beautiful, beautiful Yom Tov. During Sukkot, there was a an activity, a night activity, known as Simchas Beis Hasheva. The dancing, the music, the joy, the pure joy, anyone who did not see the joy by Simchas Beis Hasheva does not know or understand or even fathom what Simcha, what true joy really is. True rejoicing really is. The place, the Beis Hamikdash, was illuminated with so many lamps. A woman was able to check her grains by the light. In the middle of the night. And we had the Pirchei Kahuna. The Pirchei Kahuna were the young Kehanim. And the young Kehanim had very, very interesting tasks. One of the many tasks of the young Kahanim was to climb up on high and to fill the oil lamps. The Gemara, if you keep your score at home, is at the Sukkah Nun Gimel Amir Aleph, 53 side 1. And the Gemara tells us, Pirchei Kuhuna, the young Kahanim, who videyem in their hands, Kadim Shel Shemen, were jugs of oil. Shemeya the Esrim Lug, 120 Lug. Shematilin Lechal Sefel Vesefel. They took in each and every vessel. This is a Mishnah that starts in the Sukkah, if you keep score at home, in an Aleph and an Aleph, and goes through, to, as we mentioned before, through Nigimel. And the Gemara talks about, the Mishnah talks about, Simchas Beis Sheva, how there were gold candelabras, and the Pirchei Kuhuna would carry up the oil. Each one carried 30 lug. They'd go up on straight ladders and they would light the menetes. This light illuminated so strongly All, as we said before, all the courtyards of Yerushalayim were lit or illuminated. And a woman was able to check her chitin, her wheat, 
the light of the of the base Hashem. We have many things that we hear about in Torah, Nevi'im, Ksuvim, in Gemara, Mishnah. But the Baal Shem Tev has taught us nothing that we see or hear is not a direct message to us how we need to live and behave. So this story then of the young boys running up the ladders with these jugs of oil has to be a life lesson. The Rambam says, Call me Shenadva Ruche. I say, anyone who dedicates his own time, the Badlamid, the Fne Hashem, the Shartzil of the separated to stand and serve before God. And this, of course, is talking about the Kayin, the priest. So the Aveda of the Pirikuna, in essence, their service was the service of each and every Jew. To light Menoides, to light up the houses of the Jewish nation with the light of Teda and Mitzvah. So much so, the simple menial task of checking the Chitim was also illuminated by this light. And the message is even stronger to our youth. Just like in the time of the Besamikdash, the young fellows, the young group, the Pirchei Kuhuna, would light these lamps in the Besamikdash, This is the youth of today represented as well that need to be illuminaries. The Yamada tells us there that the strength of these youth, the Pirkuna, was greater than the strongest of any Kahanim. Even though they carried a tremendous load of meat, of sacrifices on their shoulders onto the altar but it was different the Kayan took this half of animal, whatever it was, whole animal mounted on his shoulders and walked up a ramp a ramp a physical ramp slanted but physical ramp which is way easier than going up a ladder. And the Kahanim, as we said, the Pirchikun had to carry 30 lug on this ladder. Spiritually speaking, Pirchikuhuna, the young of the Kahanim, need to simply act with complete strength. They have not yet refined 
their bodies and their souls. And they still have connection with physical beings and, and items. And sometimes even to not only physical Well, and stronger than that. And therefore they stand in a very, very strong battle. They still have a very strong Yetzirah. And their Yetzirah is very strong about advising them and telling them about all the other great things there are to do. And it's a challenge for this youth. However, HaKadosh Baruch Hu does not take, does not put on a person something that HaKadosh Baruch Hu does not give somebody something that they cannot do. It's also, if you give me a score at home, you give me a score at home, you give me a score at home, give me a score at home, give me a score at home, give me a Allah who He can't get through it. So the mere fact, mere essence of the idea that the youth needed to battle this, to fight it through, tells us that they were given the strength to be able to overcome these obstacles. And they were able to they were able to withstand all the temptations and to get through it all. HaKash Baruch gives them special keiches to be able to exhibit this extra inner strength. That's one lesson that we have from the Pichikuna. Another hint, they went up Sulames Zikufim planted ladders when they went up the slanted ramp, walked up slowly. When the crane had to step up one ladder, one step, and up another step, this was much, much harder. It was quite a tall ladder. And each one they had to get higher and higher and strive to work harder and harder. And this strength was given to the youth to go up and to rise up from strength to strength and to utilize every moment for the service of the lighting of these candles, of these candelabras. And the lesson, of course, of the surrounding everybody with light of Tera and Mitzvahs. And when they did their Aveda Bishlemos, see, Entonces mañana, jueves, no tiene que venir, viernes, viernes, sí. Y la próxima semana, lunes y miércoles, y lunes, miércoles, Jueves y viernes. No, ni martes no. Martes no. Ya me dijo 21 y 22. 
Sí, se cambió en, en que martes no vale la pena. Porque va mucha gente. No, miércoles. Ok. Mañana no, viernes. Sí, ok. Sí. Sí. Ok, hablamos, hablamos en viernes. Hablamos el viernes, porque yo voy a trabajar el miércoles. Chévere. Ok, chao. This lesson, in general, of the light of the Torah and the mitzvahs that's illuminated through the youth, when they do their full-heartedly service, and they are able to climb the Sulam Zakuf, so that the next day they can go to even higher level, even one that they had not achieved the night before. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives them schar, gives them reward. That there should always be light in everything they do, physically and spiritually. We spoke before about the Dalit Minim, the four species. Amar HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it's Yukshiru kulam aguda achas. Tie them all together in one bundle. Chagasukis begins the day of Simcha in the month of Tishrei. After the days of awe, Rosh Hashanah, Yim Kippur, The days of Simcha totally turn around the mood. Everything that was in Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, though, is in Sukkot. The difference only that these were they were done with fear and trepidation. They were done with strict stringencies. As you see, the Pasik says, Tiku Bachedi Shefer, Bakesel Yem Chagenu. And this is all revealed ultimately in Chagasukes, the Yem Chagenu. One of the wonders, the beauties of Rashanim Kippur is the unity of the Jewish nation. This is seen both hidden and revealed. Chagasukas, however, gives us a total open picture of the unity amongst the Jewish nation. 
Rishanim Kippur, each Jew does soul searching, looks within themselves for their depth, the Pintliyid, the Neshama, which is equal by every Jew. And each and every one of them stands Rosh Hashanah and HaKadosh Baruch and crowns HaKadosh Baruch as a king. In unity, the Jewish nation crowns and accepts the royalty of HaKadosh Baruch This is done by one united nation, and this is the awakening, the wake-up call that we all get on Yom Kippur. Everyone across the board, all Jews, come to do Rishuva on a, a pure and true repentance on Yom Kippur. And this shows how the Jews believe in God. And love God. But this love and this unity of Rashanim Kippur, known as Yam Nirayim, it in essence it's every man for his own. Every Jew on his own has their tshuva, has their thought process, and has their repentance, their own form, their own way, their own approach, etc. Almost to an extent where everybody looks like they're doing their own thing. Whereas Chagasukis is totally different. Yeah. 20 minutes. In 20, 20 minutes. 20 minutes no Chag HaSukas reached to a much higher level. A higher level of unity. And therefore this Yamtiv opens up and reveals the true unity, the basis of the unity that took place on the Yom Narayim of the days of awe. And one of the main mitzvahs, as we said before on Sukkot, is the mitzvah of the four species. The lulav, 
the Esrig, the Hadas, and the Arava. And this teaches us all the different types of Jews. The ones that have Teda and Maisim Tevim, they learn Teda and they do good deeds. This is compared to the Esrig, which has taste and smell. Then you have those that study Teda itself, which is compared to the Lulav, which has only a taste. Then you have those that do mitzvahs and maizim tevim, but they don't study Teira. They are compared to the hadas, which has a scent, but does not have a taste. And then you have, unfortunately, the Jews that at the moment are doing neither the Teira mitzvahs, maizim tevim, and they are compared to the arava, which has no smell nor taste. But, we don't shine the arava, and we don't tell the Esrig you're the top quality, you're the top bill. Everything is taken together. It's all to par one level. And we don't say each one a separate entity and hold it in separate. We take them all together. And so much so that we don't say you are Rava, you have no value here, you have no purpose here, and therefore we have no reason to join you to this group. And this is what oh man. And this is what the Medish tells us. Yukshiru Kulam Aguda Achas. They all get tied into one bundle. Mandel. Mandel. Yeah. Maybe 15 minutes. This is a very high level of unity. It's easier to reach to this to the unity when we de- deplete all the differences, the differences between one and his friend, and we actually focus on that one common point, common denominator. But when it comes to the Shani and Kippur, we are all looking and saying. This one's a more refined person, this one's a holier person, this is a better person, a better Jew, a not better Jew, a Yom Kippur Jew. Whereas Chagasukis will reveal that the unity that we started in Yom Nirayim was true and was perpetual. And now that everyone has done Tshuva, one, now that everyone has repented after, after Yom Kippur, we feel that all the indifferences, all the separations fall away. And this unity accompanies us throughout the year. And gives us the power and the strength to be able to overcome all different controversies. There's so much more to talk about on Sukkot. 
I don't think this year today will be actually a full hour because it's Sukkot. I want to jump ahead to next week. Shmini Atzeres Simchastera. A few different laws, first of all. We still make a Shech Yanu on Shmini Atzeres Simchastera. Although the last days of Passover we do not, because they are considered one week, one entity, Shmini Atzeres Simchastera in Chutz Laaretz, not like in Eretz Yisrael, are considered a separate entity, and therefore, they become a yomtiv, where we once again say the Shech Kiddush, candlelighting, etc. And the Tater tells us though, Yom this is the Yemashmini, as the cell, as I said, the Holy Land of Israel is only eight days. In Chutzlaretz, we keep that ninth day, the Simchasteda. That cell, Shmini Atzeres, Simchasteda are rolled up in one. Poor guys. That much less drinking. I didn't mean that. This last Yom Tov, Shmini Atzeres, is pointed out especially the great love that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has for Klal Yisrael, for his Jewish nation. The name Atzeres comes from the word Atzira, Ikuv, holding back. HaKadosh Baruch Hu holds us back for that one more day before we go back to the mundane weekdays after this full week of celebrating on Sukkot we have that one more day and the Medrash gives us a mushal the mushal the parabolist of a king that makes a feast for his children and it's not just a one-minute feast, an hour feast, it's a seven-day feast. Seven days come to an end, partying and singing and dancing, drinking. And he says to them, Kosha alai pridaschem. Your departure is hard for me. Your departure is hard for me. And therefore, the king says... Spend one more day with me, please.
adds one more day. It's not on your itinerary. Give me one more day together. This comes up, this marshal has a basic question to it. How does this extra day help? At the end of the day, again they'll depart. So what is it helping? You're prolonging, you're pushing off the inevitable. Will there not be a preda? Will there not be a departure if you add me another day? But let us look at the word itself. Let us look at the wording. The wording, in essence, would be Kasha Lai Pridaseinu. In our marshal, the king is leaving, the family, the children are leaving the majesty, leaving their father. So therefore, oh, I'm to the batteries. Therefore, the departure, it's going to last. It's going to last today still. And therefore, the departure was very painful. It was painful for their father. So in essence, he should be saying to them, Kosha alai pridosenu. Our departure from one another is what's hard, is what's difficult. Pridaschem is your departure. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is hinting and implying something else here. Between us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we are not departing. He is always with us, and His love is always everlasting. What he's concerned is Pridaschem. When we're turning our necks and we're separating, not from him, from ourselves, this Akadosh Baruch Hu finds difficult. So he says, make another day of Yom Tif. Don't separate from one another yet. The Yidden are singing and dancing and rejoicing together for an entire week. And then all of a sudden they part ways and they go in different directions. To this, HaKadosh Baruch Hu finds it very difficult. Therefore, this Pridaschem is what HaKadosh Baruch Hu is trying to avoid the separation from amongst the Jews within themselves. And when the Jews remain united between the, amongst themselves, they also remain united with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But of Chas they separate amongst themselves. They cause a pirud with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. On the Yom Tov Sukkot, we stress the unity of the four types. The four different types of Jews, as we said before. 
we bring them all together. But even though we have this achdus, we still are remaining in our four types. But we're all together. We're all dancing in the same circle. We're all singing the same tune. And therefore the termination of Chagasukas, we still have a touch of how the Yom Tov went by but now that it's finished, we're going to return to the separate entities. And therefore, Kodesh Baruch says, Kosha Chem. Your separation is hard for me. And to refrain from this happening, he asks we make another day of Yom Tif. To extend that unity that you are showing. And the Mitzvah of Shemini Atzeres is Parechod one par, one aisle, one korban. There's no differences of the different entities that are giving different types of animals. And this is the recognition that Am Yisrael, the Jewish nation, is one flock led by one shepherd. And there are no differences. The shepherd does not look at this one's spots and this one's stripes, nor this one's turned hair or whatever it might be. Or the eyebrows are not beautiful enough. Shepherd looks at each and every sheep, his perfect entity, to which he loves unconditionally and caring. And this is how the Jews gain favor by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And this is the unity that comes about from the Yom Tif. In this day, we unite all different parts of the Jewish nation by dancing with the Sefer Torah. All year long there's differences. The way they know, their knowledge of the Torah, their acceptance of the Torah, etc., but Simchas Teira, all the dances are equal. It's impossible to separate between one person and another. From the simpleton to the learned one. This is the unity, the full unity, that signs off on our Yom Tif. And this is the full unity that HaKadosh Baruch Hu does not want to see dissipate and follow through with by adding that one more day that Shemini Atzeres, reminding us, we need to stay united. And we read on the Pasha, the first Pasha, as we said before, on Simchas Teira, the Pasha of Zvezes HaBracha. And the Posik, the basis of our entire Teira, is found in this Pasha, HaKadosh Baruch Hu commanded us the Teda an inheritance that we received from Yaakov. This is the first thing that we teach child. And if he's keeping score on the Gemara and Sukkim and Bezim and Aleph, 
Cotton, Mishiyed the Daver, Oviv Malamde, Tayrat, Sivalano Mesha. A youth, an infant, when he starts to turn, to, to talk, to learn how to talk, he should be taught by his father, Tayrat, Sivalano Mesha. The Tayrat was commanded to us by Mesha. When he starts to learn Tayrat, he knows already there's a Mishnah, Gemara, Shulchanarach. Put together by the Chachamim, all the generations. What are you talking about? What do you mean from Mesha? And the answer is Mesha Rabbeinu received the Torah from Sinai. And thereby he made all these different parts. The revealed, the hidden, as Chazal tell us, if you keep in score at home, you can Megillah, you test some advice. Kol Masha Talmud Vosik Osid Lechadish, Batera, Akonema Lameshiv Sinai. Anything that a student of Tera one day will bring about a new Chidish, a new concept in the Teda, or a new thought of Teda, a new explanation in Teda, all this was already taught to Mesha in Sinai. So this is a very integral part of what we need to know. A very integral part. Matantera was done once. Standing by the Mount Sinai, Tera was given completely through Meshe Rabbeinu. The different parts that were revealed, the different parts that are ultimately given over generation to generation, the different parts through the Talmud, Vasig, Asin, the Chadish. And there are things that are hidden in Teda that only, only Mashiach Kano is going to reveal to us. But it's all brought about in Siva Lanu Mesha. And this we start to learn with the Jewish child. Even though it's hard to understand through the Jewish, through the young child, we don't start to think and we don't go kala la COVID, etc. from the easy to the hardest, etc. till the child can understand the depth and the deepest thoughts. We begin with a general pasuk of Teda, Tziva, Lono, Mesha. And this way we come to come about to the essence, the true essence of Teda, if the Torah was only a chokhmah, a scholar, only a a uh, book of knowledge, etc., you wouldn't have to open up the opening sentence with a posuk of such depth and such magnitude. 
But the essence of Teda is not a concept of Seichel, of just the mind grasping it. But rather the Mehus Haprimius, the deep essence of Teda is holiness, godliness, which is higher than Seichel, higher than understanding. And this we want to engrave in the mind of the child as soon as they begin to learn. In Teda, Kaddish Baruch Hu encloses himself. And he says, through learning, You are taking me when you are learning Teda. A Jew learning Teda binds themselves with the essence, the depth, the deepest Chachma of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And there's no difference, a young, an old, there's no difference who's teaching it and who's learning it. And this is immediately accepted by the young child. Teda is taught as a godly concept that Meshir Rabbeinu gave it and it was given over Meirosha like a child of a, a day old inherits from the father automatically. He score at home. This is what we teach about when we say the Minig Yisrael on Simcha's Teda. That the Simcha does not come through what we're learning and through the depths of learning of Teda, but through the Kavona and the feeling, the mice, the Mailan Amuflo, that we reach the joy, the Simcha that we reach to, and the custom is that we take the Sefer closed, covered, and we dance with it with our feet. And this is what we anticipate, the essence of the true Teda, that we're not just given over to it like a regular subject matter, but Simcha on Etzim Mahusalikus. Higher than any kind of understanding, higher than any kind of mind frame can grasp. And this is equal by every Jew, simple Talmud Chacham. We can love, cherish, enjoy the Teda, and therefore everyone celebrates and is joyful on Simchas Teda. And may we take not to have pridaschem. We should not have any kind of preda between Jewish nation. There should be no separation between Jewish nation. We should all be one as Am Yisrael of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and therefore Hakadosh Baruch Hu, as our Father, will take us to the ultimate Geula Amitas Vashlema, Ayidei Mashiach Tzidkenu. This very Chalamayid. And with Shabbos already sitting in the Sukkah with the Shera Ber and the Vyasan and on Simchas Teda, HaKadosh Baruch Hu should not be worried that there will be Pridaschem for be all one and for one and therefore good Shabbos and good Yom Tif to all.